This is a STEAM Channel program on UCTV. Go full STEAM ahead at uctv.tv slash STEAM, where science, technology, engineering, arts, and math converge. Hi, everyone, and welcome. My name is Dr. Nicola Sisi, and I am joined by my colleague, Shelley Kurth. Shelly and I together have been teachers, school administrators, we have led teacher professional developments, led educational systems, and now, like many of you, we are homeschooling parents. We designed these web series to help keep your child thriving and help keep you sane in these times of unprecedented parenting. So thanks for joining us today. I don't know about you, but... Our school district just announced that we will be distance learning in the fall. So I think there's a lot of parents in that same boat. And, you know, the panic and anxiety starts to set in that we're, again, a lot of us are in charge of facilitating this learning. Um, we have questions about are our kids going to be behind? Are kids going to like school? Are they getting what they need? Um, it's a lot of pressure on parents and we want to do a good job. Nicole and I uh, were lucky enough to get to create a playbook for parents that answered some of these questions. So feel free to tune into that playbook. Go to www.thriveps.org um, if you are interested in some of those questions. Um, and you'll find a lot of today's co content on that in that playbook as well. Um, I have been hearing from so many parents that one of their biggest concerns is that their kids aren't getting any hands-on learning, any fun, any real live uh, experiences with learning where they can apply all those skills that they're learning on their online time. Um, and I think that's a really good point. So what can we do as parents to help bring the joy and the fun back into learning? And I think uh, one of the big ways that you can do that is by creating fun projects. So Nicole and I are gonna guide you through how to create and how to think about making projects. For some parents, this comes more naturally than others, so it's okay. If, you, uh, if, if you're a little scared to do it, we're gonna help you not be as scared. And also remember with projects, it's about having fun. Um, so laugh a lot, even when you make a mistake. Nicole, you wanna kick us off? Absolutely, I'd love to. So planning a project can feel really overwhelming sometimes. And that is because we get so in our head about creating these magical moments and experiences. Um, but here are four things I want you to do for your project planning. The first one is interview. Interview your child and see what they are excited about. What do they wanna learn something more about? The second is notice. Notice what they choose in their free time. What are topics they are curious about? Notice where there are opportunities to just lean in a little bit more and find connections. Three is leverage your community. So by leveraging your community, we mean figuring out what's already around you. Do you live in the mountains and are there trees or things in the mountains to explore? If you live near the beach, are there uh, things that you could explore there? Is there something going on with traffic or construction in your community? Are there certain birds and animals or wild, wildlife that you can observe? So again, like leverage what is already around you. Um, 
and, and start with where you are. And the last one is find a question that you can answer during your project. And this can really drive your learning. So having that question that you want to answer, like, why are there so many squirrels now in my neighborhood? That is what my son was wondering the other day. Um, or why do we have all these new birds migrating into our community and what can we learn about them? So I'll tell you more about what he and I did with those questions, but let's kick it over to Shelly for the next part. So you've started planning and thinking about things. Now what, Shelly? Well, you have to prepare. Um, and that sometimes that's the most daunting and time-consuming part. But, you know, I think... I think if you get your kids to help you, it becomes a lot more fun. And then again, the learning is in the planning and in the preparation. Um, the first thing I would do is when you, once you have that spark of an idea or your kid has an interest or they're really interested in something, you're going to create uh, something awesome out of that. So send your child on a mission. What do you have around the house? What's in the backyard? What's in the neighborhood? You'll be surprised because the things that your kid will come up with are gonna be awesome. There might be old cardboard or string in the garage, leaves, flowers, bricks. Um, have them go out and find things for the project. Find the materials that you might be able to use. Some of them might not be perfect, but for the most part, that's part of the joy for them is getting to go on that mission and that big materials hunt. The second thing, Play, make the project fun. Don't be overly academic. And this is a, a trap that I think we get caught in when we're trying to do a school project. You're always trying to add the literacy or add the math into it and make it really academic. Instead, I'm not saying not to do that, but instead focus on the fun parts. And remember, your child is learning from doing right now. They don't necessarily need to be doing math the whole time to make that project a learning experience. Adventure. Look for a new experience that you might be able to have. Nicole mentioned leveraging your community when you're doing this. That's a great idea, but there's all kinds of adventures that can turn into projects, whether it's a mini hike, a walk to the beach, even a walk around the block. Is there something new or different in your neighborhood that you can do? That right there can spur that project and that adventure, uh, the conversation and the learning. Um, talk while you're doing it. And just remember that that newness is going right into your kid's brain, filling it with questions. And it's your job to ask questions or have answers. Explore what are the other resources that they might not have collected in their um, materials collection that you might need to add to that. Can you bring some books that make sense to the project? Do you, maybe you need to run to Target for some material, something like that. Um, you might need to add to that materials list already. Uh, you might wanna watch a documentary that would go along with the project. And that's the way to really expand the thinking. And it goes from just creating something to creating a whole new batch of learning. And the, the favorite part of a project for kids is usually a tie between the adventure of the exploration and the creation. Using your learning to create something tangible, uh, a real product. So maybe you're building a birdhouse, maybe you're making a kaleidoscope, or maybe you're making slime out of materials in your kitchen. Maybe you're painting. All of that is gonna be something for your kiddo to be proud of and to have fun with and to show off. Um, you're bringing something amazing into existence that didn't exist before. Nicole, you have been doing some really amazing projects around your house. You want to talk to us a little bit about it? 
I have, and in large part, thanks to you, Shelly. Um, so Shelly early on taught me to not be afraid of DIY project kits, right? And so pick something that is already out there. In my case, uh, David was really wondering about these birds. We've had all these new birds in our neighborhood and he just couldn't figure out what was going on. And so we were trying to see how we could attract different birds to our neighborhood or into our backyard even so we could see them more closely. And Shelly actually found a birdhouse DIY kit in her attic that she sent to us. And so we built this birdhouse, uh, which was a ton of fun. And then we did some research about what colors certain birds might like. And we tried to make it colorful. Um, we researched some of the food that might go in there. Um, we even planted some new plants that birds would like that bloom and that they can get the nectar from. Um, specifically, he was wondering about hummingbirds. And so we, uh, we're studying all that. We made some binoculars very scientifically out of toilet paper rolls. Um, and then we started just watching and taking notes and figuring out what was happening. And we watched different videos. Now, sadly, we found out that hummingbirds don't nest and mate where they eat. So um, we then got worried about whether we should have a bird feeder and this birdhouse in our backyard, because maybe if they were eating there, then they wouldn't come and make a nest there. So lots to explore. We did some writing, we did some drawing, um, and it all started with a DIY kit and just noticing that there were new birds in our neighborhood. So again, don't be afraid, just lean in um, and have some fun. So Shelly, any final words of wisdom for our viewers to create really awesome and engaging projects? One of the things that is always like the capstone of a project that when my kids create it is to take a picture of it. Um, capture it, take a picture of it, send it to the grandparents or show it off to dad when they get home. Um, go ahead and reflect on it. You can go back about all the learning and have them, you know, talk about what it took to make the birdhouse. Um, that's always fun. And do a little celebration. Um, it makes, it's so, it brings all the learning together and it reminds them not just what they learned, but that they had a good time doing it. Um, that's always my favorite part. And I end up with a lot of pictures of funny projects. Um, and we go back over it over time. Like this is from when you were seven. Can you believe now you could do so much different, right? So enjoy, enjoy that. Nicole, want to give us some final words? Yeah, we actually, Shelly and I uh, created some sample projects for you that you can just click on, print out. There's some different projects cards, some different activities. You'll find the link uh, in the comment section, but you can also go to our website, thriveps.org. And again, hope you get a start. Uh, send us your project ideas too. If you've got something fun that you've been doing with your kid, drop it in the comments. Um, we'll try to feature it on uh, one of our upcoming webinars and maybe even include it on our website. So thank you so much for watching. Have fun, make the most of it and enjoy your family. Be well. Bye now.